Hello everyone and welcome back once again for the first time in 2023 to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I'm joined by the eager M. Hello everyone. Friends Are Far Out is a podcast for all of those who enjoy gaming and spending time with friends. M, the new year is here. Happy New Year. Living in the future, 2023. Wow. You know, ever since we passed 2020, even though that was very troubling times. We realize time is just a construct. <laughs> yes, it is. But it feels like we are living in the future. That that date, just saying that date out loud is like, I don't know. It just seems, uh, it's like future time to me. Uh, I wrote the date out a couple days ago and I wrote that the year it was 2017. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well, you know, a lot of times people do have trouble writing the new date, although you went back just a few there. Oh, instead of going few. back three years from yeah, right. the pandemic, I went backwards yeah. three years instead of going forward. Right. Um, so, 2017, I, we were just kids kids back then, just kids. Yep. We had no idea. Remember it like no it was idea. yesterday. Uh, yeah. We... I think the thing that boggles my mind the most is that with 2023, it's hard for me, since the pandemic started, I can't remember how old I am. Ah, that is something I know very well. That comes Uh with age, though, as well. You just like, because you're old enough to do everything. It doesn't come up very often that you have to talk about your age. And as you start to get older, people stop asking. So <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't come up. So whenever it does come up, you're like, wait a minute. But my mom math. also forgot how old I was. All right. Well, that and is was not telling as, people the wrong age. <laughs> The wrong age. Was she saying older or younger? Younger. Okay. Well, that's, I guess that's better. I guess. And I said, no, I'm X age. Years old. And yep. she said, no, you're not. Oh, that's always fun. I've had that exact exchange before as well. Yeah. Or a, or a nice, are you sure? Am uh, I sure? Am well, I sure? It is me. Yeah. You know. Um, we're coming yeah. up on uh, our one-year anniversary. That's right. Speaking of ages, that's right. Yes. Happy birthday to Fab. I was go. I was gonna say one-year anniversary. Um, ha- happy anniversary to Dougie because we're almost hitting that one year of our first, our you know, legally binding marriage. <laughs> right. But again. Push that aside. Push We're that focusing aside. on the really, the really important stuff, which is the one-year anniversary of the podcast, which is coming up soon. Uh, Our yeah, baby is almost one. Wow, that is exciting. That is exciting. I cannot wait for that. And, you know, at this time of year, it just comes with a lot of excitement in general. I'm a pretty optimistic guy, and, you know, the new year is always, I'm filled with hope, and I'm hoping that it'll always be a better year than the one before. Whereas I'm a huge bummer and I'm like, nope. And I like to deflate everyone's hopes and dreams around me. Just another (laughs) trash year. Great. (laughs) 
can't wait for this year to be a garbage fire like the last one. No. How's no. this one going to end up? <laughs> what kind of dumpster fire is going to be rolling my way? All right. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to no, this no. year. I think this year is going to be a lot better than the last. Uh, there are some things to look forward to. Obviously, the podcast. But with looking forward to things... That's what this podcast episode is going to be about. <laughs> you got it. Looking forward to 2023. We're going to talk about some games that we're really excited about. But before we do any of that, we, of course, have to start our show the way we start every show. And that is by taking a dip into the bargain bin. Uh, M, why don't you tell us about your first entry in the bargain bin? When I saw this was on sale, the first thing I thought of is, my goodness, I hope it is still on sale when we get to talk about, when we get to do an episode and talk about the bargain bin. What is it? Um, this is actually, I think, the first time I have put this in the bargain bin. I or, think so. It doesn't go on I sale have, often. I have dug through the bargain bin and pulled this this hidden gem out. It, it does go on sale from time to time, but not... Occasionally, yep. Occasionally. It's, it's not... Often. not it's not a, uh, you know, it's not your your Katamari. <laughs> no, no. But I don't think it goes on sale. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it this low. No, this is the lowest it's ever gone on sale. So the one, the only, the greatest of all time, Stardew Valley is on Woo! sale <laughs> for $8 and uh, 98 cents. That's 40% off of 14.99. So that's the lowest price ever. Uh, we've talked about it again and again. Like this game doesn't owe us any money. I've purchased it for, I think every gaming system I've had. I have it on my phone. <laughs> I push others I would, into it like it's a. I was gonna say I would like comfortably recommend this game to anyone. I would comfortably pyramid recommend scheme. it. To Yes, right, yes. Um, um, I was talking, uh, some friends came to visit last weekend, and we were talking about uh, video games, mm -hmm. as, as one does. As and, you do. Um, my, my one friend was like, oh, I can't really get into games, blah, blah, blah. And uh, her partner was like, oh, there's someone who can really talk you into Stardew Valley. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm like, I got do you, you like podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are a one woman, one woman uh, tour de force when it comes to advertising the podcast. <laughs> Not on social media, though. I'm, I'm talking. Uh... No, no, no. One to one in person. <laughs> in person. Old school word of mouth. Grassroots campaign. Guerrilla marketing. Yes. <laughs> talking one to one. People I meet on the street. People. <laughs> Mm -hmm. People I meet yep. in dining establishments, just random people. I'll be like, hey, you seem stressed. Do you like video games? Oh, you do? <laughs> That's Have I got a podcast for you? Except that uh, I did use the podcast, though, <laughs> as uh, a deterrent. Uh, Dougie and I were at a concert. And uh, also, I haven't been hit on in, like, years so Ooh, okay um someone came up to talk to me and chat me up and i said 
hey, do you like podcasts? Let me tell you about my podcast. It's about video games. And he left immediately. <laughs> so if someone is bothering you and you don't want them to hit on you, you can you can use FAFO as an excuse. You could say it's your podcast. <laughs> Yes, and that is the service we offer to all. Yeah, we're we're allowing Absolutely. that. You can pretend yep. you're M or J. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because again, not a problem. Uh, we are friends are far out, so we are your friends, and we are willing to do that. For and you. it's a far out right. service we're offering to you. <laughs> Indeed, it is. All right, so we got Stardew Valley in there, of course. Eight dollars ninety eight cents. My first game in the bargain bin is a game that I absolutely loved a few years back, and that is Hollow Knight. Uh, Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania-style game. Very challenging at parts, for sure. Um, but it has a, uh, a great, great aesthetic to it. Um, it uh, is over a 90... I think it's a 90% on Metacritic. Uh, it's so well-reviewed. It's on sale for $6.96. That's 53% off. It's normal price of $15. That's its lowest price ever. And talk about a lot of game for uh, under $7. Hollow Knight was terrific. Just a great experience. If you are the type who likes that type of a game, uh, where it's sort of a Metroidvania branching paths, you know, you're making your way back through uh, a 2D side-scrolling map, uh, just an incredible, incredible game. Really cool upgrade system with these charms that you can add on. So there's a lot of variety uh, with the gameplay, and you can kind of tailor it a little bit. Um, but very challenging. Very, very challenging at times, no doubt. But Hollow Knight was terrific. Uh, and Em, I took a page out of your book and tried to theme my picks for the bargain bin a little bit. So um, uh, we will be talking later about the sequel to Hollow Knight that is hopefully going to be releasing here in the first half of 2023. So Hollow Knight, if you want to get ready for that sequel coming out, Hollow Knight on sale again for $6.96, 53% off. Uh, it's normal price of $15. Uh, one word of warning, though, uh, there are a lot of the characters are bugs, and a lot of the world is like bug-focused, so if bugs creep you out, that's one to pass on for sure. Because you whole thing can get is yourself a creepy cat that eats bugs too. If there you, you go. Bugs. That's a good tip for everyone. Absolutely. You can hang around the graveyard and wait for a spooky cat that eats bugs. Uh, worked out for me. <laughs> can recommend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Em. What's your next game in the barking bin? Speaking of cats. <laughs> yes. Transition. Um, I've never played this, but it's on my list now because I'm like adorable. Uh, Romeo in the Cracked World is $1.99. It's 33% off of $2.99. So it's, you know, you could, you can get this not on sale, but it matches its previous low. It is a puzzle. I think it has like 40 levels, but you are a tiny kitten, like baby kitten. And you have to find your way back, uh, with your yarn to sleep, to go back to sleep in your cozy bed. My God, that sounds delightful. And there's no score. There's no timer. There's no pressure. There's no anxiety. You're just a little kitten following your yarn maze to try to get back to your cozy bed. 
And if you are a fan of uh, puns or, or wordplay in any way, the title is Romeow. Like Romeow. Romeow. Yeah, there we go. So where, meow is there in the title. Where, wherefore out thou Romeow. Nailed it. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so my next uh, pick in the bargain bin is uh, another game that I'm hoping for a sequel this year. I think it's going to come during 2023. And that is the, the first one is on sale. That game is Moving Out. Moving Out is $3.98. That's 84% off its normal price of $24.99. It's at its lowest price ever. Uh, Moving Out is a wonderful two-player game. Uh, if It is a terrific game to play with kids and anxious adults because even though there is a timer, there are plenty of accessibility features that really you can tailor the game to play it however you want. Um, you know, you can really take off any of those stressors that are bothering you. Um, and it's just a zany, fun moving game. You, you are for the, uh, this moving company and you pick a fun looking character. You pick your own, uh, emote dance that you can do like a victory dance. Um, you can, you're throwing couches out of can windows. Can you get sturdy? I don't believe you can, but I mean, you can do. <laughs> That's uh, probably lots better for your knees. Bits. I do think you can dab, though. I do think dabbing is in there. I don't I think dabbing's very in anymore. Well, it is in moving out. I don't know. <laughs> I can't speak to the latest dance trends, but it's getting sturdy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I, I let's be real. I barely know what that is. I've heard it, that. Honestly, I know you're like kicking looks, up your feet, kind it of. Looks it looks like, like you're about Russian to fall back. Traditional dancing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it looks like people are about to fall backwards, kind of like they're stumbling, like they're about to fall backwards. Almost. It looks like future knee problems. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well. Or back problems. Um, that aside, moving out. Great game to play with kids. Uh, great fun multiplayer game to play with a group. Uh, it's a good time. Moving out, $3.98. All right, so just a quick review. We got Stardew Valley, $8.98. Romeo in the Cracked World. Hollow Knight, oh, excuse me, Romeo Romeo in Cracked World, $1.99. Hollow Knight, $6.96. And moving out, $3.98. All of those can be found on the Nintendo eShop. All right, and let's move it right along and talk about what we are playing. So, I've been having a pretty stressful week, sir. Same. <laughs> week, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, I pick up my Switch, and I'll usually fall asleep next to it without turning it on. Um, I have done that same thing. Yeah. Um, we have played the new Jackbox quite a bit, which is fun. But I will say my tried and true Pokemon Go is great. And last night I was I was pretty anxious. And Dougie's like, why don't you inventory your Pokemon to make your eyes tired? <laughs> and was that a good suggestion? Uh, yeah, it usually is. <laughs> Nice. Inventorying Excellent. my Pokemon to make my eyes tired to, you know, 
transfer them to the professor so he can grind yep. them up into candy. Um, mm-hmm. So then you can feed them to other Pokemon. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that, that's... that's not yeah, disturbing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So they have little events and things, and there's going to be um, there's going to be like they have community day events, and um, some of our friends are super into it. And uh, I am a bridesmaid in one of our friends' weddings, and the day mm-hmm. we are supposed to get together for that um, is also a Pokemon community day, and she made me aware of ooh that's of gonna that. be fun. Um, I think we're the only two that <laughs> will be partaking in Pokemon Go during uh, finding bridal uh, party dresses. But, <laughs> you know, you got to do it. I got to catch them all. <laughs> uh, and I will say that on that day, if the other attendees at this event know what's good for them, you keep the bride happy. So if the bride wants to Pokemon Go... You better be Pokemon going. At my makeshift bridal shower, which was a bridal shower, which was thrown for me. It was a surprise bridal shower. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my cousins, who were the ones throwing it, they all have Pokemon Go. And we were in Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Yep. Which has many Pokestops. And mm, since all okay. of my cousins partake, we could raid as a family. The family that raids together stays together. And so, and that's what the bride wanted to do. So that's what we're doing. So, yep. There you go. Yep. So Pokemon gotta, Go. Gotta wield that power. Always. So while I'm playing Pokemon Go on my phone, what are you playing? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, New Year, New You. <laughs> both happy and perhaps a little distressed to say that 2023 has started off the same way that 2022 ended, and that is with Marvel Snap. The sickness <laughs> continues. Uh, I am still snapping uh, and still enjoying myself most of the time. Um, again, uh, the new event is has been good for this month. I've been enjoying that. What kind of events um, do they have? So what they do each month is they pick a set of cards. Like it's a card or two where they introduce a new card. And as part of the battle pass, you work your way to earn that card and upgrades for that card. And it's sort of themed. This one is sort of jungle themed because uh, the character that... Um, is uh, on the card this week is called Zabu or this month rather Zabu and he is a he's a tiger okay uh, or perhaps a lion of some kind but I think he's a tiger a jungle but, cat but um, he is yeah and uh, so he has a special ability and so you see a lot of decks that are themed around that and so there's a, a like a, you know the whole the whole event is themed like that so it's pretty pretty darn cool um, and I've really been enjoying it. I've still been enjoying it. This this month, later this month, they're going to be releasing a mode where you can battle against your friends. I think that'll be fun. Um, my brother is, is playing, so um, I'm hopeful that he has stuck with it so we can battle one another. I think that'll be fun. So, again, I think it'll be pretty neat. So I'm excited 
I Marble think, Snap, still enjoying it. I think still Pokemon Ken uh, also has that. So th- yes, I think he does too. That's, yep, that's yep. Someone for you to, to, to snap battle. Yes, yes. All right. What else are you playing? Uh, I see something else on here that I'm that I'm not, not sure familiar about. Is this with. New? Um, yeah, is this new? Not really. I'm just ashamed. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, as you know, this is this is the place <laughs> to tell, you know, your secrets for sure. Because I. I like to play games on the Switch. Uh, now I have the backbone. I can play. It comes with a free, I think at least one free month of Game Pass. And I already have Apple Arcade. I can play all these games on my phone. Um, mm-hmm. Yet I started playing a game called Sunshine Days which Dougie calls generic farming game. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I mean, I've definitely been known to play a generic farming game here and there. It just kind of calms me down, I think. You, you know, you have to fix up your house. You have to fish. Uh, You ride a little lawnmower around. (laughs) They have little okay. quests. It's still in development, so all of the other places aren't accessible yet. Um, but it's another game that makes my eyes tired. So I'll be like harvesting my grapes or mowing the wheat with my little lawnmower. Uh, but so it is, um, they do have in app purchases, but you absolutely do not need to purchase. That's only if you're really hardcore. Uh, the only, yeah. the only, the only game I really, I don't, I wouldn't say spend a lot of money on, but that I do spend my hard-earned dollars and change them into currency is Pokecoins. <laughs> that is, there is no shame in that. If you are getting, as long as a game is not like really manipulating you, and you're going in. Putting in that money because you're enjoying the game. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. If That's it brings fine. you as joy, it, I think if it brings you, you joy, it. you're not spending a ton of money. I right. Think if you it's can, manipulating you into spending money you don't have, that that's problematic no, for sure. No, but if yeah. you know you spend five dollars here and there on pokey coins, so you'll be able to oh, do sure. the raids with your friends. So you'll be able to do whatever. Um, I'm not going to shame anyone on their mobile purchases because of how I spend my pokey coins. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, speaking of spending money, though, I will tell you, um, I am feeling really flush right now because I got um, a bunch of money. I got some gift gift cards. Uh, no, I got oh. gift cards. <laughs> you for won the, the Nintendo eShop. <laughs> No, no, sorry, not. I did not win the one point three billion that uh, we had the other day. Uh, somebody in Maine, I think, won it, which is just not fair because you already get to live in Maine and then you win that money. Come on, not fair. Living in Maine seems seems picturesque, but um, I think I don't know. I think I would really like Maine. I th- I've heard like 
oh, it's where the forest meets the beach. And I'm like, I like those both those things. I like the forest and the beach. That sounds great. I think in the summer, know. Maine is fantastic. It's it's probably oh, I'm sure it's a pretty freezing cold right now. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet you're right. I bet you're right. Dougie and I went Those to New England winters are no joke. Burlington, Vermont. Oh, in Vermont. Yep. For our mini moon right after we eloped mm-hmm. last year in February. And it snowed a foot and a half. <laughs> Can confirm. Cold. <laughs> and yeah. I only packed Doc Martens and we got a hotel within walking distance to everything, so he was literally dragging me. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, those places, yeah, those places are beautiful. I mean, Maine is, I, I have, I think I haven't been to Maine since I was a kid. So I I have never been to Maine. I just, I just think I would like it. Maine's really cool. New Um, Hampshire's really cool. yeah. Yeah. New England like aesthetic. New England yeah, New England vibe yeah. is cool. Yeah, I like I like that vibe. Oh, so we got off on a tangent. But I um I, I mentioned I was flush. Yes. <laughs> what? We got on a tangent? No, no. Um So because I was flush, I took advantage of some sales and I picked up two games that are gonna be new to me. And uh, I've uh, been in playing those and enjoying those. It's Ori and the Will of the Wisps which is a follow-up to Ori and the Blind Forest. That is a, and again, a, a Metroidvania, Metroidvania side-scroller type game um, where you are a cute little character named Ori, um, and you can, you great, great movement in that game, and in just stunning visuals. The game is absolutely gorgeous, just beautiful. We're playing it on the Switch but it is absolutely beautiful. My my family likes watching me play that one. That's when we play together. We try to solve some of the puzzles together because there's some light puzzle solving in there. Um, and uh, definitely some story to go along with it. Cute story. And uh, yeah, the it has just been stunningly beautiful. So we've been playing that. And the other one I picked up is a game called Card Sharks, which I talked about you last talked year. You talked about that one. Yeah, I played the demo, but I never ended up picking it up. But uh, it teaches you uh, how to uh, cheat at cards. And again, you're <laughs> cheating your way through the French countryside. You're cheating uh, rich uh, 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 French aristocrats out of their money. Uh, and you're giving it to the people. So, hey. So, there this you go. is how we can become flush with cash. And then. Yes, there we go. And then do something good with it. Yep, there you go. Because Robin Hood had it right. Friends perhaps. are far out, but friends who give others piles of cash are even more far out. <laughs> are even more far out. Yes, that was going to be the original title of the podcast, but we had to cut it down because that wouldn't fit. A stack of um, 50s. <laughs> yes, there you go. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Um, so, M, also, you're still uh, still plugging away at Moonglow Bay? Yeah, um, it's it's very cute. Uh, that is one on the backbone. I have a bunch of backbone games that I've been going back and forth with. I have a bunch saved on my phone. I really like the backbone interface. I think it's really cool. Um, Stardew Valley's on here, so don't have to buy that again. 
lose all my count it. There you lose go. all my phone progress. Um, but um, I think there's there's some some strange games that I think would be hard to control. Like my phone is teeny tiny. Uh, yeah, you don't. You not only don't have the larger phone, you have the smaller phone of iPhone, right? The I have, smallest model. I have of really tiny hands, so mm-hmm. when I was looking at new phones, I didn't like the bigger models because my last phone, it felt like I was constantly stretching my fingers out, right, holding right. it. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, I personally really like the mini iPhone. Because I'm like, oh, like when you're texting with one hand, I'm not straining my fingers to keep. And I know people like pop sockets. That feels like a flip flop for my hands. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, Dougie's planning to get like the biggest, most giant phone ever. And I have like the smallest. I have I basically talk into a Tamagotchi. (laughs) (laughs) that is great yeah so moon glow bay um they might have taken lake off but uh hopefully it returns and i can finish it because that's a game i i wanted to like savor i didn't want to and and bear and breakfast i have completely like like put on a shelf until like March when you really yeah. really need it here in these uh, in this winter, right? Uh huh. I mean, we're not in a New England winter. T- I mean, kind of. We are not. No, but in but, the neighborhood, we can. Be. We certain some years it feels that way, but this year we're not. This year too, it's too bad so far. It's temperate. I'm waiting for us to something. I'm wondering if we're going to get smacked with it. But again, that seasonal uh, affective disorder is right around the corner. And uh, you want to have that emergency lever of barren breakfast. It doesn't to need to be snowing for you to have seasonal no. affective disorder. No, it doesn't. No, it just it needs doesn't. to be. It doesn't. Time is a construct. I feel like there's an, <laughs> I, I like there's an extra little uh, oomph to it, though, when, when you can't leave the house because there's so much snow and you know, icy roads. And when you, I think the worst for me is when you wake up and it's dark and you go to work and you leave work and it's dark. <laughs> that is the worst. I do. Yes. That is very bad. Uh, I do not like that. That's probably when it's the worst. Yeah. That's um, rough. a fun fact. And, and we've talked about this on our daylight savings, uh, episode, is mm-hmm. my mother likes to write to every um, government official, not even in her region, just anyone just she can... Anyone she can get the address to. Yep, uh, about canceling daylight savings. But I don't want them to cancel it and make it more nighttime. I want it to be more daytime. So if they finally listen right. to Jane... I want it to be when it's, you know, summer, the days are long. <laughs> I don't want to be falling backwards, which I, I have been because yeah. I think it's 2017, apparently. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, it's too much, too much sturdy dancing. 
All right. So, <laughs> if people, if people, um, uh, are not feeling uh, games at the moment, you know what else we can use to fend off that seasonal affective disorder? Reality TV. That's right. It is time for Reality TV of the Week. It is. Um, All right. A uh, lot of some old favorites here on the uh, reality well, TV. Well, because of the week. it's a new season. So old enough. New season. I, I haven't indulged, new. but I had to bring I it up. I have not either. No, uh, again, we have that's, not watched it yet. That's something I'm saving. <laughs> I also am saving that a little. Uh, I was explaining old enough uh, to my friends who were here last weekend. And my friend's like, oh, my gosh, that sounds so wholesome. I have to check it out. So um, for those of you who are just tuning in or maybe you didn't hear us talk about Old Enough on a previous podcast, Old Enough is a show about doing running errands, but it is around two and a half to five-year-old Japanese children running their first errand. And it's not mm-hmm. just and one. And that's culturally, yeah, it's that's culturally a thing. First errand is a thing, culturally. Uh, but this time around, it's like a they challenge. Camera crews, <laughs> right? Camera crews follow these children on these errands, and um, it's just adorable. Um, but it's not just one errand. It's like go pick up diapers for your sister also get some apples at the store uh and also carry this fish to the fish market and have the fishmonger uh fillet it into sashimi right yes no it's multiple (laughs) steps usually so it is not just one little thing um they are going all over town they have their little their little pouches they call it a charm usually with they, with money, yeah, with yeah. their money in it, and they can, you know, use it to pay, and uh, it is, it is great, it is great. So old enough, new season that is out on Netflix. You can catch that yes. one, uh, and definitely start with season one because they're there's short. That standout episode, the kid with the fish, the is f- the standout <laughs> episode of of epi- of season oh one. There's God. a kid the with carrying a cooler full of fish, and man, that is. That is just the best television oh, that you're going to see. His, I have never seen. It's just incredible. Anyone just incredible. Persevere, persevere like that kid. We watch him struggle and you're like, no, not again. <laughs> no, not again. You look up determination in the dictionary. You will find a picture of this kid carrying his broken cooler of fish. <laughs> Up the biggest hill, up and down the biggest hill you've ever seen. The biggest hill that just exists. We're talking about apples rolling down the hill. I mean, it is just the apples. Yeah, she's like, she's like, go do it. It is. He's crying. No, he's trying to use sticks to pick up the fish because they're slimy. He's being hunted by feral cats. My God, it's got everything. That is the episode. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I'm just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh so. man, old enough. Can't get it. Can't get enough of old enough. All right. Now, also, the circle is back. So the circle has been back, and um, that's yeah. that's probably what Dougie and I will watch later on because they're getting close to the finale. Is and the circle the one where you said that you would lie and be you'd pretend to be our friend Gina? I would. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Gotcha, so right. in that's the, the one where you lie about your identity, well, right? You don't have but to. But you try to lie convincingly. You can. Well, go, you don't have to. Oh, you can I go you on did as to. yourself. So let's oh, say. Oh, I see. Okay. It's a social media competition, um, and you have to first start off with two pictures, your age, your profession, your relationship status, and a short blurb about yourself. You want to gain the trust and um, influence over the other players uh, because mm -hmm. everyone has to rate each other. So gotcha. if you get an influencer position, then you can block someone from the circle. And there's a one, I think it's a $100,000 prize. So if you're okay. the, the top influencer at the end of the circle, uh, then you win a hundred thousand dollars. So and the idea of being the top is being the most liked. Yes, amongst most the other liked, most genuine. Um, some people come in as catfish because they think they'll be perceived better um, than as themselves. Okay. Right. Um, but my problem with coming in as a catfish, I think some of these people just make up make up a random place. So they're like, uh, I'm going to be from El Paso, Texas, and they've never been there. So if they gotcha. run into someone who's familiar with that area or from that area, like that. Like, oh, you love uh, Chuck's Diner in yep. uh, El and, Paso? And if they, and, like, and if oh, I love it. And then it's fake. And there's no yeah. And, and then they can yeah. tell. Um, so if I... You could go in um, as yourself, but with different pictures. Um, mm, in okay. prior seasons, um, one girl went in as her own husband. Oh. Um, so there's no audio component, obviously. No, no. But no, no, the no. thing is, like, um, you you go in and you kind of want you want other people to trust you, so. Um, but they right. also, they're not always thinking, um, how can I put this? They're not always thinking with their brains. So usually, even if these people are in like relationships or married, they'll say single so they can form romantic alliances with these other players, even if they're catfish. I gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay. I understand that. Sure. Yes. Sure. So, um, it's coming down like the Spice Girls came in as catfish. <laughs> it's just like the actual Spice Girls. Some of the but, actual Spice Girls. Yeah, two two of the five of the original Spice Girls came in. Cool. All right. <laughs> and they they oh, they were. Do you know who we had in there? Was it was it Baby and it, somebody? It or was, who was it? it was Baby and Scary. Oh. Okay. Like I wouldn't know nice. what Spice Girls. <laughs> I knew which ones you were going to... I knew you were going to know. I asked knowing you would know. Um, so we've been watching old enough, but uh, honestly, we haven't been watching a lot of reality TV of uh, this week because we've been blowing through Mr. Robot, uh, which is like a dystopian... I wouldn't say dystopian because we live in a dystopian nightmare. Um... <laughs> um it's like cyber cyber attacks and uh he's he's like a like a hacker 
it's 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 not okay. it's it's not reality television but uh, no it, no it's a it's like a drama or? it was it was like a like a yeah like a drama thriller on usa a couple of years ago um and we've been just we're on the last season of that so it's christian okay. christian slater's in it okay yeah, yeah all right so it's um i was gonna say you know it's a dystopian capitalist uh fiction but then you looked around and said, wait a minute, uh, perhaps this is a, a documentary. <laughs> this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. Anyway, so yeah, reality TV of the week. Anyway, um, if you want something wholesome, old enough, if you want something not so wholesome, The Circle. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, whichever one you choose, think about it uh, while we take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the Friends of Far Out podcast is brought to you by... Are you really motivated to work out? Does that desire last about one to four weeks? Then Couch to Race, then Back to Couch is the app for you. Get on your journey to get healthy and move towards your goal of competing in the big race. Then, after a few weeks when you lose interest and you're ready to go back, it'll guide you back to the couch and offer you a variety of shows and new kinds of potato chips that you might have missed. Download Couch to Race, then Back to Couch from the App Store today. Welcome back to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and here with me is M. Hello, everyone. M, as we said at the top, the new year is upon us. It's a time for hope, renewal, and to look ahead at new games that are going to be coming out. Very exciting. 2023 is going to be a good year for gaming, I think. Um, and uh, we each put together a little list of just some of the games that have caught our eye and you know, we always get surprised by games that come out and uh, they end up maybe on a game of the year list. But uh, still, we, uh, of course, have games we're looking forward to. So that's uh, what we decided we we're going to talk about today. And a disclaimer for all of the games that I'm going to mention. Uh, they do not have an exact date. So you could get excited. However... Uh, don't get your hopes up too high. <laughs> right. So it's, um, it, of course, it is a time of hope, but it's a time of reserved hope, measured hope. Make sure it's an amount of hope that is reasonable. I will say, though, two of these games that I had on my list, I had to take off the list because I didn't realize they came out. <laughs> they had shadow dropped. All right. So, so M, why don't you get us started? What is one item from your list that you were excited about? in for hopefully 2023 um okay so the first game i am going to talk about is venba i like the art style it almost looks like a pixar animation style mm -hmm. um yep. it's a cook it's kind of a cooking game but uh also a narrative game um it you play as uh, an Indian immigrant who immigrates to Canada with her family 
and you get to cook various dishes and you get to find lost recipes and uh that's just like right up my alley but i think i really like the art style the most but i also like i i like a good cooking sim so uh it it looks very very cool and i think it's an interesting story i think i saw this one in a nintendo direct they maybe teased this one coming out um i think that's where i remember seeing it but again it does look really interesting uh, and it's it's a relatable story, I think, for, uh, you know, uh, obviously, the United States of America, we are a country of immigrants. So this, you know, uh, telling immigrant stories uh, that are relatable is a really interesting thing as well. And I think it's this really... This one uh, is set in the 1980s, right? Yeah. I think it's really cool because yeah. you have the, the recipes and there are things mm-hmm. missing. And as you kind of fool around and mix things up it'll fill your recipes in for you that is super super cool so i i I, i think that'll be a nice game it does say it's a story about family love loss and more so so it could be an emotional one i'll be be prepared We're not we're not scared of emotions on this podcast we just want to be ready for no i i do i like i like a heads up that i'm i'm gonna feel something Right, exactly. Am I, am I going to have the feels? All right. Uh, so my first game that I wanted to talk about is one that I don't have to wait very long for. Mine has a release date of January 20th on Apple Arcade Pocket Card Jockey Ride On. Uh, so Pocket Card Jockey was a gem on the 3DS that involved playing solitaire. And the better you did at solitaire the better your horse would do in a horse race. Oh, I'm great at solitaire. <laughs> yeah, so you, this would be right up your alley, uh, and you already have Apple Arcade, and this was the one that got me. I love this game, and I uh, finally cashed in my three months free of Apple Arcade uh, so I can play this game right when it comes out on January three 20th. Three months free. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so they got me. They got me, and... Um, I am really excited about this game. They did do some work on it. They made it kind of a 3D. It was sort of a 2D-looking uh, game for the most part on um, on 3DS. But they did, it looks like, uh, add some kind of 3D visuals to it. So I don't think it's a direct port. Um, but uh, it looks super good, and I love that game. It is super fun. So I'm really excited for Pocket Card Jockey Ride On. And again, it's going to be coming our way very soon, January 20th. That's going to drop on Apple Arcade. I hope later that it's uh, ported to something else, um, but we'll see on that. But I am uh, I can I'm use at least my backbone. To play it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, indeed. Um, all right, so that is Pocket Card Jockey Ride On. All right, Em, you want to talk about another one from your list? Sure. Next on my list, uh, with the release date of coming soon. (laughs) A very specific, very specific. Is a game called Thirsty Suitors. (laughs) Great name. That is a great name. Not, I mean, great name. Uh, I'm going to say it's third to Dream Daddy and Boyfriend Dungeon. (laughs) Sure, sure. No, those are those are probably better, but still, very good name. Thirsty Suitors. Um, there are many components to this game. So, uh, the tagline 
for this game is battle your exes, disappoint your parents, and find yourself. Um, Who doesn't want to do all those things? So when I did read about this game, uh, I got the impression that it's kind of you're battling your exes in a kind of Scott Pilgrim-y type way. They're not bursting into okay. coins. Um, but it sure. is, it's turn-based combat. So I don't all mind right. that. Uh, there is, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a cooking sim. Um, all right, nice, nice. Again, um, this is a, a game about culture, so there is a cooking sim. Uh, and cool. also, uh, there is uh, skateboarding. So, cooking, yeah, I was gonna say, the girl, and battling yeah. your exes. <laughs> Sign me up. The girl, uh, the. Uh, they appear to be women on the cover. Uh, seem very, uh, very edgy. Very, you know that they, they, they mean business. Look like they look like people that cut their own bangs over a garbage can. Not saying that I know anyone who does that. <laughs> no, no, would would never say that. No. Uh, all right. So that one is thirsty suitors. Very cool. A um, couple of quick hits that are coming out. I'm trying to go chronologically through the year here. Uh, Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is the follow-up to uh, the game Jedi Fallen Order. I really enjoyed that. I'm a big Star Wars fan. That's coming out on March 17th. Um, I'm probably not going to get that one right when it drops, but um, I'll probably wait for a sale on that one. Um, that game was very frustrating for me because I it's a very difficult game, and it's kind of... Um, I know you're familiar with Dark Souls, from Dougie me personally about <laughs> no no not you personally but Dougie talking about Dark Souls that is the closest game I think probably to Dark Souls because that I've played um, because there's a lot of parrying a lot of uh, you know uh, it's it's not just run in there and and kind of attack which is the type of combat I usually favor it's sort of you gotta hang back and you know be more methodical about it uh, so I did struggle with that game a little bit, but uh, I am still looking forward to it because uh, the main character was a cool one. His name was Cal Kestis. He's a Jedi we hadn't heard from before. And uh, so I'm interested to see where his story goes. But that'll be Star Wars Jedi Survivor on March 17th. Another quick one is uh, that is not up your alley at all, but uh, <laughs> I think Dougie, I think Dougie's probably excited with me on it. And that is the Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, Resident Evil 4... I watched him play As, Resident Evil, the one with the really tall lady. Mm, that was, yep, that was a, yeah. I think that was Village, maybe? Resident Evil Village, possibly? They were in, like, an Eastern um, European village. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds like yeah. Village. Um, that was the probably the latest one. But um, Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, I've never been able to get into Resident Evil 4, but fans of Resident Evil have always said that, like, that's the one to... That's like one of the best ones in the series. Uh, And if that remake is even half as good as the remake they did of Resident Evil 2 uh, a few years back, then that's going to be a great game. So I'm probably going to give that one, give Resident Evil 4 another try when that remake comes out. Because uh, I I think with some little tweaking uh, that they'll probably do some um, quality of life improvements that'll make me, uh, you know, ready to jump on that one. But the big one. So, again, those are two quick ones. But the big one I'm looking forward to, May 12th, finally. <laughs> the, Legend, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the follow-up to Breath of the Wild, is set to come out. It's been delayed. 
again and again, but I am confident and hopeful that it will come out on May 12th when it is supposed to. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I cannot wait for that game because uh, I, I've talked about it on this podcast. Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. And so uh, anytime you have a follow-up to one of your favorite games of all time, that's got to be good. I cannot wait to get back in there uh, and and just have more adventures with Link and Zelda. I, I'm really excited for it. I know you're a big, a big, a big Zelda, Zelda fan. Big, big, big time, big time. All right, what are a couple, couple more from your list? Um, I have Songs of Glimmerwick, which Songs of Glimmerwick. Um, That's an interesting name. Yes, which is uh, really out of my wheelhouse. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, so not on brand at all. No. Okay. So um, this game has uh, a date, a release date of. Coming soon. <laughs> I'm seeing a, th- a trend here. Yep. Um, you go to a university for magic, and you also garden. <laughs> you get. So I see what you did here. <laughs> you said it wasn't on brand, but actually, it's perhaps the most on brand. Got um, it. Okay, so. Witchcraft, gardening, got you it. You can join after-school clubs. You can make friends. Um, you so it's on oh an island. Goodness. You can, uh, you can explore the whole island. Uh, the gardening and the witchcraft is probably the most. But you use songs to uh, do your spell work. You have a songbook, and that's your spell work. There's many people. Um, Ooh, the- the art style looks great too. I know it looks it looks Ooh, great. Man. So, but they yeah. have extracurricular activities, so you can. Uh, it's kind of like side quests. So that's that's another game, another very on brand game. I'm excited for. Extremely on brand, <laughs> very very good. Um, the next right, on brand game. Yeah, what else? Yeah, what else you got there? <laughs> the next on brand game I'm excited for um, is one that I've mentioned. Um, and this release date is to be announced. <laughs> Something new and different. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Got it. Instead of coming soon, to be announced. Wow. Uh, Little Bear Chef. <laughs> Sounds adorable. You are a tiny bear. Uh, you're like a honey container bear. Chef, right. but you are in a regular sized kitchen cooking meals. Nice. Okay. And it is. Wait, are you still little you're or are little. you giant? No, you're little. Oh, okay. Oh, you're little. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, you're, that's why you're the little bear chef. <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, it's in the name. I should have known that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, little bear chef. Uh, looking forward to that. It looks so gosh darn adorable. <laughs> and that's not. It just sounds adorable. Like. <laughs> Bears cooking, being adorable. Sure, I'll take it. All right. Like I wasn't gonna mention uh, one Why bear not? game on this list. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Have you ever listened to this podcast? Um, we gotta mention bears contractually. We have to mention bears at least once per podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. So my next game uh, is a game that doesn't have a release date. So hey. Oh. Uh, I'm getting on the train. However. <laughs> 
It was featured in an Xbox showcase last year along the last two games that I definitely want to talk about. We're mentioned in the same Xbox showcase, and in that Xbox showcase, they said these games will be released in the next 12 months. So, yeah, even though they don't have a yeah, firm... Yeah, yeah, I've heard it all before. <laughs> yeah, even though they don't have a firm release date, allegedly, they're coming here in the first half of 2023 so that game um is from the developers of a game that i know you've actually played skyrim i have played skyrim yep Um, they're coming out with a game called starfield starfield which is going to play similar to to skyrim but it is going to be based in space and different planets the way that i play skyrim though mm -hmm. yep yep is I carry too much stuff. I always try carrying around like a wheel of cheese, which is way too heavy. And mm-hmm. I really like lock the, the lock like lock pick because I like to break into things mm-hmm. and I like to br- go into people's homes, go through all their stuff. I spend the majority of the time going through the drawers in people's homes or blacksmithing. Now you can go through people's homes and steal their space cheese. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, Starfield, yeah, so that'll be coming out. Uh, that'll be coming out hopefully here in the first uh, part of 2020. That's going to be a Dougie uh, game. Dougie's going to have to do the uh, the battling and the... Yeah, that might be a shared experience on that Yes, one. and yep. then I but will the steal and look yeah. at people's belongings and blacksmith. There you, <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Space blacksmith. Space blacksmithing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what else we got? What else we got coming out? Um, let's see. Next, next up on the list is a carryover from last year. Why? Why? Do, why do I have this pessimistic view? Hmm. <laughs> because your life has taught you that <laughs> no, you've been conditioned. I expect so little, and I'm still let down. No, at least Bear <laughs> Bear and Breakfast came out, and I loved that. Yeah, it did. Um. I think it's because a lot of the games that I look forward to are usually um, from smaller studios. They're usually indie games. Um, yes, I, that is true. I want to yep. give them more grace because um, they're not coming from these huge companies. So Snacko, as in S-N-A-C-K-O, as in you have a snack, and then with the letter O as in olive, Um Snacko with a release date of to be announced. <laughs> Got it. But I've been talking about this game on this podcast since last year. Um, so you get to be a cat named Momo. <laughs> Cute. And you are going to go uh, revitalize a cursed island. Okay. Uh, Where do the snacks come in? Um, you know what? I'm not sure, but 
Uh, oh, I thought for sure this was another cooking game when no, I saw the title. There's farming, there's fishing, there's building because it's a ruined village and you want to um, oh, you want to fill okay. it with with friends and family. Um, you gather supplies gotcha. to oh, to build hey, you things. You love to pick stuff up. Mhm. Yep. And oh, and guess what? You're going to turn the fruits and vegetables of your labor into snacks so yes there is a cooking yeah there we go <laughs> we got it we got um it. yes right. um so momo the cat he's a he's or she or they are a little black cat um they look adorable so yeah that's that's about that's about it i, right. I was looking Snacko. forward to that uh last year i did look up kirby's gender by the way you looked up kirby's gender yeah because we talked about that okay um what do we got kirby is not non-binary they them except kirby is called he him but only in the united states so figures figures (laughs) all right yeah but uh talk about on brand uh all right what do you what do you have next uh, so, follow up to my uh, bargain bin selection. Uh, in that same Xbox showcase I referenced before, Hollow Knight Silk Song. That's the follow up to Hollow Knight. Uh, that is scheduled. That was in that same Xbox Direct. So that is uh, uh, hopefully going to be coming out uh, here in the first half of 2023. And again, I really, really enjoyed Hollow Knight. Uh, so this follow up um, called Silk Song. Um, has long been long awaited. And, um, you know, I, what I really love about the game is um, it's just everything that they did in Hollow Knight really felt well-crafted. And I think that, um, you know, I expect the same from Silk Song. Just a really interesting story and a really uh, interesting journey for the player. And, um, you know, it's been long awaited and they, they have definitely taken their time. But Again, I think that's because they're really trying to put together another high-quality experience. So I'd rather them take their time and really get it right again because, again, Hollow Knight was just terrific. So uh, Silk Song is another one I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so... Tell us about uh, the Manico's Night Market. Another carryover from last year. This is something I'm really excited yep. about with a, a date to come out as coming soon. <laughs> oh, we're back to coming soon. That's better than to be announced, I think. I think so. <laughs> it's hard to judge, but I'm going to say yes. That's better. Um, anyway, so that's like saying maybe and possibly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get that is definitely true. That's, um, that's around those vibes. So I yep. guess I'm really going for a uh, a cultural angle. Yeah, you, you really. Um, Who knew? No, I, I I I play all kinds of different games um, as long as they're nonviolent. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I was really excited about this one because it looked so cute. Uh, it celebrates Japanese culture, and essentially you are uh, crafting, eating, and petting cats. 
Awesome. And those are like I like doing all three of those. I like crafting crafts. Can we back up for a minute? Did did you say you're crafting cats? No, you're crafting crafts. Craft. Oh, okay. Good, because I, mean, I was like, wait a minute, what is this? We're playing God. We're making cats. Um, What's happening? So here? But no, okay, crafts. Gotcha. We're making crafts. You Got arrive it. on. You arrive at your new home. It's a struggling um, Japanese town, um, and you start to um restore the struggling village this doesn't this this sounds something new and different for me obviously um really going out on a limb yep Yep. so you can complete various jobs there's whimsical quests um and then there's a weekly night market where you have a stall there um but there's there's puzzles and um you pick things up off the ground and you can befriend people and there's all kinds of things. So I, that's another thing I'm excited about because I like crafting crafts, Got it. <laughs> eating snacks and petting cats sometimes at the same time. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> what, um, what do you have next? So I have just, I just have a couple, a few more here that uh, do not have dates. All of the dates of these are, are to be announced. Um, one of them is uh, two, I have two different tactics games where it's that turn-based combat. Um, Metal Slug Tactics. Metal Slug is a game that uh, came out years and years ago on the Neo Geo. I never had that game, but I did play it on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, which was a very random, uh, not well-advertised uh, handheld system that came out in the 90s, late 90s. Um, so I played Metal Slug on that, but this is a tactics game based on Metal Slug. looked like it had some really cool art. I love a nice little tactics game. And what I liked about this one is it looked really compact. Uh, I don't like a crazy huge map sometimes. Those can be a little overwhelming. So this one looked pretty tight. So... Um, I'm I'm hopeful that that will come out. That was one that was delayed, so I'm hopeful that that'll come out this year. Uh, along the same lines, Advance Wars uh, One and Two Reboot Camp. That's a a remake of some Advance Wars games that were turn-based uh, tactic tactical game war games that were on the uh, the Game Boy. Uh, well, some on the Game Boy Advance, some on the um, the DS, but those were very good games, and uh, that was one that was supposed to come out, but has been delayed by the war in Ukraine. Um, Nintendo has not felt that it was appropriate to release those because it just feels a little bit too similar to the large, uh, a larger country invading a smaller country, which is in the storyline of that game. They said, uh, no, I don't think this uh, is appropriate with what's going on in the world uh, right now. So they've held off on that one, but I imagine that'll come out at some point. And when it does, I'll be excited to play that because I'm a big fan of that series. Uh, and the final one I wanted to mention on my list is uh, Moving Out 2. I talked about it in the bargain bin, Moving Out. Oh, I, uh, see, the, I see the theme here. Yep. <laughs> Moving Out 2 is supposed to probably come out this year, but again, no no date as of yet. But uh, Moving Out 2, I expect to get that because my family and I had a really fun time playing uh, Moving Out together. Uh, So 
again, I think moving out too is going to be a great time. So I'm excited for that. All right, and let's talk about your last two. The last one on the list is definitely one that uh, I'm looking forward to as well. But tell us about The Garden Path. The Garden... Wow, something new and different from me. <laughs> Wait a minute, gardening? What? <laughs> um, you know what? I would love to LARP a, as a gardener. <laughs> Yeah, give that a try. Yeah, maybe give that a try. Maybe give gardening a try. Yeah, it seems like a lot of hard work mm. and very dirty. And, you know, in, in video games, there's a lot of little characters that's there to help you. Maybe maybe I'll find some little characters to help me. Yes, if I were to find some, like, uh, nature sprites or something who could help me out, that would be a different matter. I would maybe be on board then. <laughs> the Garden Path... Has a planned release date of 2023. <laughs> hey! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Count it. We got a date up in here. A year. Mark it down. Yeah, um, we have a year. So, this is a game um, about the joy of gardening. And you can fish, Sweet. you can grow, you can trade, you can make new friends. Um, I believe this game uh, is in real time. Oh, okay, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so, it so a little star, uh, little um, Animal Crossing, uh, little Animal Crossing cozy, vibes. cozy yep. grove, Animal Crossing. It's in real time, so when you're away, um, it kind of uh, the artwork looks really cool, and. Um, it seems very, very, if you think of some of the games that you named, like um, Advance Wars and Metal Slug, and it, this is going to be the opposite <laughs> of that. It's, the complete antithesis of uh, that, yes. The Garden Path explores the quiet moments of a life well lived. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the art for this game, it looks like, I can't tell, but it looks like some of the people are either dressed up as vegetables or they are anthropomorphic. I don't know. Vegetables. I'll take it. I'll tell. take it either way. I, either way is fine, but I see like an onion character and a lettuce and a leek and a beet and a radish. Um, so uh, you get to design your guy, garden. So. Um, people come and go because it is in real time. Um, so and I see a bear character with a backpack. <gasps> I didn't. So. I didn't see that. So <laughs> now I'm even more yeah. excited. Um, yes. So that is something I'm excited for. Um, it seems, uh, very tranquil and the opposite of anxiety inducing while Dougie is playing, I don't even know what something, something scary and violent or he played this game that wasn't necessarily scary or violent, but it was called subliminal. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of this game? No, I have not. Um, so it was not violent um, at all, but it's a puzzle game and it's like things are big and small and you have to, it's like depth and percent because it's called subliminal. So it's in like a liminal. Right, got it. Oh yeah. no, it's super. Excuse me, super liminal. And super liminal. Okay. So, 
it's just uncomfortable to look at. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Unsettling. Yeah, it's unsettling to look at the, like things are very big, things are very small. Uh, it seems like you're in a bad dream. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so even when Dougie is not playing violent games, Dougie is playing games that um, make your mind feel like it's melting. <laughs> Good times. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Um, so, All right. hold on. But one game that I thought was coming out, um, I guess it maybe it's not out on the Switch. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it's on um, Xbox Game Pass. I just looked. Uh, Beacon mm-hmm. Pines. So, Ooh, so with Pines, all of okay. the games that I just gave you, I am now going to hand you a game that is out. You gotta gotta give them something. I know. Gotta give the people something. So Beacon Pines, um, it's cute, it's creepy. You could sneak out late, make friends, uncover hidden truths, and collect words that will change the course of fate. So you're kind of these little animal creatures. Uh it's overwhelmingly positive. Uh so I would really like to play this game just because I like it. It looks like a point and click, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be a little spooky, but a little, it's like cute and spooky. Gotcha. All right. Well, hey, that, that sounds pretty good. And that's out now. Yes. And so it's out now. Out. Um, right. But Excellent. last, last game on my list forever and ever <laughs> um, is. And this is one that I'm excited about too, of course. Because it's going to be the follow-up from our man, Eric Barone, who was the developer, who was the creator of Stardew Valley. Yeah. And that is? Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, So the Haunted Chocolatier was announced in October. We got a first look at it in October of 2021. Uh, But there was a bit of an update in December. Um, In looking, uh, and just looking it up, you know, in preparation for this show, I, I happened to catch this. Uh, Eric Barone did an interview with Screen Rant in December. And uh, in that interview, uh, they asked him about the Haunted Chocolatier. And he said, it's going well, but it's a big game. I have a big, ambitious vision for it. It's a little bit daunting in the amount of work that it's going to be. It's, but he says, but Stardew Valley took me four and a half years I've been working on the Haunted Chocolatier for about a year and a half or maybe two years now. I announced it uh, a little bit uh, over a year ago, but it's still going to be a while. But I think it's going good so far. There's a lot of good things so far. So that's what Eric Barone had to say about the Haunted Chocolatier. So no details for sure on a release date, but we can we can be hopeful that maybe it'll sneak into 2023. But again, give give him some grace. He's one guy. I would much rather. Oh yeah, I'd rather. I want him to take his time. I don't want anybody hassling him. I I uh, I hate when people hassle his social media. <laughs> I have no patience for it either. Uh, you know, again, he gave us such a, a wonderful and enduring game. He gave us life's game. most wonderful gift, Stardew Valley, right. which is on sale and, this week. <laughs> and, he, and, and he continued, to, yes, go give Eric Barone more money. I'm definitely in, in favor of giving Eric Barone more money. And uh, you may see him as Concerned Ape online. That's his, his online 
you know, and that's like uh, developer right, uh, right. handle. Yep. So uh, again, but it, if if it takes in the same amount of time as Stardew Valley, we don't see this until 2025, then I'll be disappointed. But that's okay. Whatever. I want him to take his time and do and do what he can. You know. Yeah, we're we're big big uh, simp's for concerned ape on this podcast. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, so <clears throat> counted as a bucket list for the podcast that we maybe get to interview him. <laughs> that, well, yeah, <laughs> let's bring him out. <laughs> That's why it's a bucket list. It's a yeah. bucket list. It's a bucket um, list. so I just bucket I just item. saw this. Um, and you'll you'll be excited. In Tell me. in Los Angeles. There is a Super Mario themed restaurant. Okay. Um, at Universal Studios Hollywood, and it looks insane inside. So I am actually going uh, to Los Angeles this summer, and uh, we are thinking about going I'm gonna to send Universal you Studios so we can go to Super Mario World because well, they're the opening food, Super Mario World. All the food is Super yeah. Mario themed too. Yes, yes. I think we're going to have to try to do it uh, just because it'll be really, that'll be really fun. So uh, it ev- yes. Everything looks adorable. I think it would be a, a really, a really great family fun adventure. <laughs> yeah, I, it's definitely something I think we're going to try to work in for sure. All right. Well, M, this was a terrific look ahead at 2023. Uh, if folks want to reach out to us and tell us about some of the games they're looking forward to in 2023, or perhaps wish us an early uh, happy birthday on the podcast, where can they uh, where can they find us? I think uh, we are also accepting maybe if they want to tell us their favorite game of all time, we'll give you a shout out yes, on the next. Yes, that's also. Yes, on the next. That's right. Good point. On our anniversary, on our on our birthday, on on Fafo's first yes. birthday. <laughs> yes, we want to hear. We want to hear from as many friends as possible, for sure, on that show. So, because as you've heard, friends are far out. Yeah, uh, on Instagram we are friends are far out. On Twitter we are Fafo Pod. That's F is in Frank, A is in Apple. F is in Frank, O is in Olive, and Pod is in Podcast. On Reddit, we're Friends Are Far Out. On the web, we are friendsarefarout.com. We have an email address, it's friendsarefarout at gmail.com. And on Facebook, we are Friends Are Far Out. All right, awesome. Well, this has been another episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast, the first one uh, for 2023. And the penultimate episode to our anniversary episode. I know. Baby Fafo. (laughs) Baby Fafo's almost one. You start these things. (laughs) That's it. You start these things. You don't know where they're going to go. And boom, a year goes by. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Uh, I am your host, Jay. And I'm M. Please remember that if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That can really help us out. And tell a friend about the show. Be like M. You meet someone, tell them about the show. As the name implies, friends are far out. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Bye.
Nice. That's going at the end of the podcast. All right. <laughs>